lazy, entitled, selfish. Those are just some of the things people are calling the millennial generation. But are the stigmas true? We're the Adkins. We are a millennial couple, and this question is something that we have become obsessed with finding the answer to. We admit that our generation has some flaws, but it's time we stop just accepting that's the way it is and start doing something about it. We have been on a mission to pursue our God-given purposes, and we are sharing that mission in real time. Through this podcast, our goals are to help you realize that you have a unique purpose, give you the tools to discover what that purpose is, and challenge you, millennial or not, to rise up and live out every day being the person that God has designed you to be. If we do these things together, we truly believe that we will be able to break the stigmas of millennials and shift the narrative of our generation. We won't just be a force for good, but we will be trailblazers for the generations to come. Are Are you ready ready to start your mission? out there we haven't recorded we've recorded for other people's podcasts but for our own podcast we haven't recorded in like what two months it's been like a couple minutes it's been a it's been a while so i feel like i have many stage fright right now stage fright mm-hmm. i don't think what i'm sitting in qualifies as a stage <laughs> Corey's sitting on uh two bean bags stacked on top of each other right now so they were already sitting here and it was easier to not move them. Yeah, that's kind of where we are in life. So anyway, hope you guys are all doing well out there. Um, this is some of your guys' favorite episodes. It's our debt update. So dead update. it's going to be short and sweet to the point. I'm going to shoot for this is going to be our shortest episode, which I think it will be. Usually... I could make it longer. <laughs> well, usually we have like this elaborate outline that i've typed up with all of our lessons and stuff and we'll have a we'll have a lesson but the lesson in itself well you'll get it um i feel like it's going to be brief because the lesson in itself is that we've kind of been in a rut and i think it's like this coronavirus hangover thing i don't know anyway we what the coronavirus started in March. It's now September seventh, and I'll be honest, the beginning, I was like kind of fun, building puzzles, hanging out with family. We were even like exercising and eating good and stuff. And then I don't even know what happened, but I feel like the past three months have been rough for me. How about yeah. you? No, I agree. I can definitely see why. Like depression and stuff is up. Yeah. Not to be not that we're depressed. Not to be gloomy or anything, but <laughs> No, but it's just like like we've been sleeping in later than normal, like on the weekends, even during the week, like we, you were getting up at like five, working out. We have I was sick because I am in my first trimester of pregnancy, so I wasn't cooking. I haven't read in probably three months, so yeah, I haven't been very good at doing really that inspiring, right, guys? Um, but I think that's basically the whole lesson that I want to give in this debt update is that sometimes in life you get into ruts, and sometimes it takes a while to get out of them. Even like when you're in them, you know they're happening, 
And it's like this funk and you just like, you can't get yourself out of them. And so because of that, I haven't been really reading. I've been doing the bare minimum with like my work stuff, like just what I need to do to get by. And um, that sounds really bad, but because of that, like not plugging into extra podcasts or like reading books or we've been watching TV at night again, which we were trying not to do. You, I'm like way less inspired recently. Yeah. I don't know if this is why or not, but as you were saying that, I was just thinking like a lot of times we do those things like watch TV at night or like we keep like going places and trying to get outside and Mm -hmm. go visit people and do all these things. It's like a break like from reality Mm -hmm. because we can't go and do all the normal things we normally would have done. Maybe, you know, the funny, the ironic thing is, is we've had time to sit back and read a book yeah, or work out and do stuff like that. But I think, I don't know. Yeah. Like, we've it, wanted. It's just been a funk. To be distracted from yeah. the funk of so, Corona shut in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I guess the point in that is that we all get into funks. It's good to recognize when you're in it. And also, like, keep trying to get out. And if it doesn't work the first time, you just keep going. And also, if you're, like, like for me, when I, I I write, and I'm the one who mostly thinks of, like, the podcast ideas, obviously, Corey's the personality. He's the funny one. Uh-oh, we're all in trouble. <laughs> but when I'm not doing what I should be doing, when I'm not listening to podcasts, when I'm not doing my devotionals in the morning, when I'm not reading, I'm, like, totally uninspired. And my work, like, it's just not as good. So, I don't know. I don't, that doesn't really necessarily correlate with the debt update because it's actually a a good one this month. Because I think the thing that you need to keep doing in when you're in a funk, when you're in a rut, if you're feeling depressed, if you're even, we've had our grief episodes lately, is you keep pushing forward yeah you just keep doing the next thing and even though we've not stuck to those good habits regularly i've still tried to force myself into them a little bit and i think that's a good thing because it's better than just giving up on them completely Mm -hmm. like instead of going to the gym every day you know i've gone back two or three times a week occasionally i'll pick my book up and read read my book i'm still instead of doing like an intense devotion or something i've been not great at doing this every day but still using my bible app to work through plans and read my daily bible verse that gets sent to me and things like that still so i think you still need to cling on to those good habits and those good things and keep them in your life and don't give up on them completely but just keep pushing forward just keep taking next steps yeah that's true that's actually a really good point so don't throw in the towel completely which i will say Although we did eat out more than we should have and like probably spent more than we should have in this season or even could have because things were closed and we could have completely been way more strict. We still kept going, at least doing what we needed to do. And so because of that, we did remain somewhat disciplined. And even through this pandemic, um, obviously, like you weren't really slacking off in work, um, but so we have a good good debt update. So even though you, if you feel like crap, you're in a funk, you are sleeping in too much, 
don't let that be an excuse, just like Corey said, to completely throw in the towel. Keep going. It will pass. And do things to get it to pass. So, like, just like Corey said, keep going. Keep trying. Just because you're not working out six days a a week like you wanted to before, still try and go. Yeah, and you may not see the results in the short term. But hanging on to those things and gaining some momentum will push you through in the long term. Yeah. And really, that's what it's, it kind of explains our debt update. Mm-hmm. Is I know people were, have listened to the episodes from last year and heading into the beginning of this year. Uh, for me, work-wise, of just, I just kept working, kept pushing forward, and wasn't seeing the results. But now, some of that work ethic and some of that work that we put in, God is giving us reaping what we've sowed really of putting that work in so sometimes you don't see it in the short term but it'll come back to you in the long term yeah so that being said not super elaborate we don't have like a ton of tangible advice like we normally do because honestly we just kept going we didn't like have anything super creative to tell you about this debt update but we did just keep pushing through despite the fact that we both felt kind of like we were in a rut so that's kind of the short and sweet lesson. So let's just do the numbers. All right, go for it. Okay, so let me see here. We last updated you guys in June, and I believe the last update was we were at one hundred and five thousand dollars, six hundred and seventy hundred and five. Thousand six hundred and seventy-eight dollars and twenty-three cents. And say if we were at one hundred and five dollars, <laughs> that would have been great. Um, so we had one final credit card that we needed to pay off, and we took that bad boy down. <laughs> we did. We did. So this debt update is actually exciting for two reasons. And the first reason is that we I'm are sitting on the edge of my seat. officially out of consumer debt. Yeah, yeah. We are out of consumer debt. We have student loans, three of them, and they are not pretty. And really, that's it. That, those are that's all of the money that we have in our name. We have a couple things that we want to do that might slow down our debt updates in the next coming months because we're at the point where we're out of consumer debt and we have some people that have done some things for us or that we've borrowed money from in the past that or really didn't even borrow but like family members that were like here take this money as a gift that we want to kind of take this time now and like kind of something do something or repay give them the money back or whatever Totally, it's not expected by them, but we just feel like, well, now we're at that point where we're out of consumer debt, so why would we not do that now to show our appreciation? So it's going to slow down our actual numbers that we have recorded because that is not actually a debt that we have. That's just something that we want to do that we're going to be using our extra money on. Um, And maybe we'll share more on that, but maybe Maybe we we won't. Time out. Time out. This is not the end of the episode, Denise. I just want to take a quick break and ask you guys to do us a favor. Take a screenshot right now. Right now. Got it? All right, good. Now, when I'm done with these instructions, pause the podcast, upload the screenshot to your stories, and tag us. Make sure you tag us, boomers, because if you don't, we won't be able to see it. Once you tag us, we'll see that you shared, and you'll be entered into our weekly drawing for your choice of a da-da-da-da Starbucks or Amazon gift card. 
because let's be real, we're millennials and copy and buying things on the internet are almost as essential as oxygen to us. You're welcome. Now let's get back to the episode. So yeah, okay, so the first milestone is that we are consumer debt free. Ooh, right? Those of you who can't see me, I am raising the roof. And we don't sound super excited because it's late, but we are. We're really excited. Um, it's like a weight, man. Yeah. Do you know what the second milestone is? You really don't. Are you kidding me? Is it getting under 100? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I didn't give you the numbers yet, but we, last time, we were at 105,000. 678.23. We have officially broken the 100,000 mark. Ow, ow. Just like Corey said. So this is the first time in our marriage, so eight years, that we are under $100,000 in debt. I'm not going to give you the number yet. Just going to drag it out a little bit longer. But we, so we started out like we're saying our basically flatline top of the line number was $250,000. We had a $150,000 mortgage plus about $100,000 in um, student loans. loans. We didn't have credit card debt at that time. Well, then we sold our house. So you're like, oh, well, you were at $100,000 then. No, because at the same time that we were selling our house, we were also moving cross country Mm -hmm. and started racking up debt to, I don't even know what, just like... Flights back and forth, just consumer. Small things added up. So really, we just kept going up like almost 40 grand. Because Mm -hmm. when we finally were like, all right, we need to get a handle on this. About a year and a half ago, we were at, I think it was 134,000. So anyway, that being said, the number that we are at now is 94,764. Dollars and six cents. We couldn't have paid an extra six cents just to round that out. <laughs> no, we couldn't have. I'm pretty sure I could have rounded up six cents. I would have found in the seat of the car or something. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we could have, but so that's two huge milestones. Consumer debt free broke a hundred thousand, and while ninety four thousand dollars is still a lot of money, mm-hmm. it's way better than two hundred fifty grand. Mm-hmm. Here's my question, though. Our goal is still, by my 30th birthday... Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not even going to mention the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. No. I have always told Corey, and I tease him all the time, I'm like, oh, I can't wait when my birthday happened this past month, August 15th. Mark it in your calendars. Um, I'm like, oh, man, just think, babe. This time next year, I'm going to be driving in my Jeep that you buy me for my birthday. <laughs> so I've always said that. Honestly. So you're telling me we got to get out of $94,000 and buy a $40,000 Jeep. Yeah, get, muster up another forty grand uh, yeah. in cash money. No, I don't even care about that. Honestly, it would be nice, but my heart has changed since that was like a, a dream of mine. And You're not going to edit that part out, right? That'll be on record. Yes, it's on okay. record. And it feels silly to me, like, we're just going to be at that point. Of, our goal is for me to buy my 30th birthday. I'm hoping. It seems kind of unrealistic, but we're going to shoot for the stars and try and be debt-free by my 30th birthday, August of next, of 2021. Um, 
But Which anyway, a lot of we could still get a Jeep for my thirtieth birthday because I'll only be twenty eight. Yeah, right. You're almost, you're gonna be forty soon. Whoa, no, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm thirty three. For anybody that's out there yeah. wondering, the the Jeep thing for a whole bunch of other reasons, like we're gonna have three kids. Corey wants more kids. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. So until we can afford to pay cash for two Jeeps, so we can each have our own Jeep and each I don't carry want a Jeep. three kids. Oh, you don't? No, not okay. a truck. So anyway, the Jeep's out of the picture. And it's not because it's unrealistic. It's just because, I don't know. I don't know. It is unrealistic. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's our debt update, guys. I mean, short and sweet, but also and two huge milestones. I, the debt payoff is another testament to long-term just keep pushing through because... There were multiple times we didn't have anything to update on or that the debt went up. But Mm -hmm. you just keep pushing forward. Keep taking the next steps. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Because eventually you gain the momentum. And the momentum here is this debt snowball. And it starts to really pile up. And then you start getting bigger chunks. Yeah. That's so true. And I mean, Corey's right. And it's all on record. We're not... We have always said we don't want to wait till we have an after picture to share our before. We want to share it all in real time. We don't just want to wait. So all of this is on record. Like, if you go back early on in our podcast when we're still recording on our phone, there are debt updates where we went up in that month. Um, so it's real. And it's. I don't feel bad sharing these updates. Like, part of me wants to. But at the same time, like, no, because we have openly shared the hard months and the bad months and the months where we went up in debt just as openly as we share our successful months. And there might still be months where we have some type of emergency and we have to go up, and that's okay. But just like Corey said, keep going, keep pushing forward. And one last thing I want to end on is that we, um, just like with this debt update stuff, we get a lot of questions. I feel like the financial debt update one the podcast episodes are you guys' favorites and you guys respond a lot to those ones um so we did the budget sheet so i want to remind you guys that that's out there it's totally free it's something that Corey came up with when we were early on in our marriage we just needed something that was short and brief and we could go through each month it takes us just minutes per month to sit down and have our budget planned out for the month and you can do that completely free um i'll put the link in the show notes and it comes with a video that walks you through how to use it. But also... There's also you, a link in our Instagram feed and on our website. Yeah. Millennialmission.co. Yeah. Co. And also, I think we must mentioned this before, but uh, we also are getting a lot of questions now like, well, how did you guys start? What are some things that we can do to start? How, like, where do I even begin? And so we did create... We're calling it a mini course, but it's more like a really, it, a really in-depth, I think it's like guide. 20 pages, like a guide that walks you through step-by-step step how to get your finances in order so that you can start living your life yeah. and not be like chained down by living paycheck to paycheck or being stressed out about, am I going to bounce my um, debit card or is my credit card going to work or is it maxed out at the store? Um so we have that as well, and I'll put the link to that in the it's show It's basically notes. the process before you would use a budget. Yeah. To get you ready to use the budget sheet. Yep. 
So those are the two things that we have. Where can um, they get that? Are you going to put the link in the show notes for that? Yeah, it's actually just bethanyadkins.com. And then if you go to the store page, that's the only thing on our store. And if you use the code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, you get $5 off of that. So for all of hard. you podcast listeners, we don't, we're not sharing that code on Instagram or whatever. But if you have a friend that you want to share it with, that's fine. But as incentive to listening to the podcast... You can get $5 off of that. Yep. And the name of it is How to Own Your Finances So They Don't Own You. Yep. So that's it for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for so much for being part of this journey. It's been really fun. We can't wait to continue updating you. And we love the messages and, um, and the, feedback the support. Yeah. And in-person feedback. Shout out to Brenda. If you're listening, Brenda, you're awesome. <laughs> We should really start doing shouts because we get shout out. We like get messages from people on Instagram, in real life, from email subscribers. So maybe we'll start doing that. Yeah. Or maybe not because I feel like it makes people feel weird. Maybe. But I bet you Brenda doesn't feel weird. <laughs> we love you, Brenda. All right. Well, have a good day, night, whatever, whenever you guys are listening to this. I'm like really tongue tied. Stuttering. I know. I told you I have a stage fright. Anyway, we're going to end on that note. Have a great day, guys. Cue the outro. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening this week. Our episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified as soon as they release. If you want to stay in the know with all of the exciting things that we're working on, or you want to have our episodes emailed to you each week for easy access, head to millennialmission.co. The link is also in the show notes. Enter your name, email, and hit subscribe. Catch you next week.